everybody. Welcome to You Effect, your resource for stories of passion and wisdom from your favorite celebrities and industry leaders, committed to bring you entertainment with an inspiring twist. This is your host, Kelly Lavelle. In this episode, we have some of the members from the Dancers for Cancer team joining us. These university students are on a mission to raise over a million dollars for Sick Kids Hospital using their passions of art and dance. And I was really excited to connect with them. As a previous dancer for over 13 years, I have definitely a, a connection with what they're trying to do and using their passion to kind of forward such an admirable mission. But I was really interested to sit down with them to learn more about the tangible strategies that they're using to fundraise towards their goals and the hurdles that they have found along the way. I have found particularly around this time that the market's very saturated and it's getting harder and harder to kind of capture the interests of people to garner the support for projects or particularly gain sponsorship and fundraise from companies. So Dancers for Cancer certainly has had some hurdles, but they share some unique insights and tips that we can learn from. So I'm excited to share their insights with you. Effect is pleased to have some of the Dancers for Cancer girls with us today. Now, girls, you're part of the, the marketing team. Just to give a quick overview to our viewers, can you explain to us a little about Dancers for Cancer? Dancers for Cancer is an organization who raising a million dollars for Sick Kids Hospital. So we're partnered with Sick Kids and we are redoing Marnie Studio, which is a creative arts therapy studio. Mm -hmm. So it is a location where kids can come and, you know, escape the hospital setting and kind of let kids be kids. So we're redoing the entire what we call Dancers for Cancer stage, as mm -hmm. well as the audio visual room and a snooze loom room, which gives uh, kids the ability to be kids within the hospital setting, and we're also uh, raising money to fund five years of creative arts therapy within the hospital. So what personally brought uh, the two of you involved with this organization? Well, I've been involved with dance my entire life, so basically anything that has to do with bringing dance to other people, I'm super interested in. Mm -hmm. And when I moved back here to Toronto from London, I found it actually on social media, and my both of my siblings actually went to Sick Kids for different things, so I, I have a personal connection to that hospital and I'm so happy to give back to them, especially in a way that involves dance and movement and creative therapy and stuff like that, just because I, I totally see the merit behind it. So luckily I was able to find it and chat with Jenny and that's kind of how I ended up getting involved. And um, my story is a little different. I'm not a dancer whatsoever. <laughs> Very uncoordinated. She has good dance moves. No, I'm really not. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> But uh, Jenny is one of my friends from university, and you know I've heard a lot about Dancers for Cancer, and kind of as the year came around and I heard more about kind of her, her passion and growing the foundation to raise a million dollars, I knew I needed to hop on. I do, you know, every life is touched by cancer in some way, and uh, my goal was to really give back, and instead of just sitting on the sidelines, uh, for once kind of taking a step and improving people's lives. Mm -hmm. So that's what really got me. What I really love about this organization is it's student run, it's mm -hmm. youth driven, yeah. and it's really taking great strides. Like a million dollars is not a conservative number. <laughs> no, no, it's to not. Raise Trust for. me. <laughs> uh, so um, when looking at that and looking mm -hmm. kind of of the support you have, because you have quite a large team now, mm -hmm. what would you say the greatest asset that you guys bring to the table are as, as young entrepreneurs? 
I think that we think of things a lot create more creatively and we're mm -hmm. able to maybe because we aren't limited by like previous experience in certain things we're able to kind of think outside of the box and we're not limited to procedures or to the typical way of going about things so I think that um, that plus our we have a connection to other networks of young people we're really able to to engage youth being youth <laughs> mm -hmm. have you had any uh, significant hurdles along the way hurdles um I think getting first getting our name out there and getting people yeah. to take us seriously when we say we're raising a million dollars like everyone's mm -hmm, like okay sure. that's great like you're raising money for cancer but like when we tell them we're actually raising a million and like the work and effort behind that um, is pretty tricky especially there's a lot of competing kind of charities out mm -hmm. there just getting people to understand what we're doing exactly and why they should support us I guess the initial hurdle of yeah. notoriety I, I would agree. say yeah and so can you take me a little bit back and behind the scenes because it mm -hmm. is a lot of work to raise a mm -hmm. million dollars and so <laughs> on so can you maybe uh, take us back behind the scenes of uh, what it actually takes to advance your mission I guess there are two main ways that we're really raising funds for sick kids and the, one of them being corporate fundraising and another being third-party events. So a lot of our meetings are kind of centered around finding sponsorship and reaching out to smaller organizations and getting them to participate in any way that they can, whether that be through events or through um, other kinds of sponsorship or whatever. So I think that's mostly what our meetings are, are geared towards. We mm -hmm. call them power hours and we get together like, <laughs> yeah, we just get together once every so often like a couple times a month with hope mostly the whole board mm -hmm. and other than that we have our our smaller subcommittee meetings as well and we kind of just sit there and like rack our, our brains like send out whatever emails we need to um, update the rest of the team on what we're doing and mm -hmm. all of that but fundraising can be really hard especially yeah. nowadays <laughs> yeah. it's very saturated especially actually mm -hmm. even with the realm of cancer like there's it so is. many people trying to raise money for cancer mm -hmm. or any cause how do you separate your voice from that when you're doing your fundraising efforts something that i think that is a big strength of dancers for cancer is that mm -hmm. it's really we're fundraising for a very specific cause like we're not just fundraising for research or or whatever it's specifically for building a stage and for creative arts therapy within sick kids hospital so you know exactly where your money is going when you you decide to to support us it's there's a tangible thing at the end of our, our goal. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times with causes, like the money gets lost and people don't really um, fully, yeah. they, they don't fully understand exactly where that dollar is going. But with us, we, like we're telling you after a million dollars, it's going ex like straight through to sick kids to build a stage for kids to be on and to, to play and to be happy on. They have something physical at the something, end. Something, exactly. Physically even go to see if they yeah. want. To yeah, see exactly. It there. And there's no, mm -hmm. like that structure will be there for, for who knows an amount of time and the amount of lives that we'll touch mm -hmm. from that being there we wouldn't even be able to know like we would never know how many families mm -hmm. exactly will benefit from having that space within sick kids um yeah <laughs> you, the, the, the day when you get to see it there and know that you were a part of doing that <laughs> yeah there, i'm so be... excited <laughs> it's currently like under construction right now mm -hmm. and we're super excited to see the final result mm -hmm. that's amazing mm -hmm. it just goes to show you though when you bring passionate young leaders together what we're capable mm -hmm. of doing mm -hmm. yeah i agree and i think it's it's it, it's good it gives young people a good name to have organizations like this that are fully based on youth to show that we are productive, contributing members of society yeah. and we're not just, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I won't say anything more. <laughs> we don't need to. Say we don't need to. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
to give advice to other students who are wanting to pursue their own fundraising initiative, what would you say? I think you need to realize when you embark on something, like, the magnitude, bite off as much as you can chew. So the little things. So we have anyone from a volunteer volunteering with us, just specifically our organization, can do anything from a third-party event to donating $10. So you need to understand when fundraising the amount of effort that usually goes into it. So everybody can get involved in the smallest little way. You know, find something you're passionate about. It could be wildlife. It could be in the environment. For us, it's dance and mm-hmm. cancer. And really look to the resources out there we're lucky to live in an age where we have access to digital technology and like instagram google like use google um there's so many great causes out there um and you can get involved as little or as much as you want really mm-hmm. and a fun question for both of you <laughs> okay. if you have a superpower to oh, change no. one thing in the world what would it be Oh, Callie. <laughs> There's so many I know. things. I, don't, I think about this pretty often. <laughs> I always think about what superpower I'd want to have. Um, I don't know. Do you? I have no clue. That's a really tricky question. You can think about it for a moment. Okay. Um, I wish I could be in, like, as many... I wish I could split myself up so I could be in as many different places as I wanted to be at one time. Because mm-hmm. there are so many things that I want to be involved in. Or that I want to be doing, whether it's for personal reasons or if it's for, like, saving the ocean or if it's Mm -hmm. for um, helping kids within sick kids. But I just don't have enough of me to do it. So if I could, I would just split myself into a bunch of tiny little carrots and and just go and be involved and help out with as many different things as I possibly could. I think I want that superpower. I want it so bad. I could be at work and also sleeping, like, in my bed watching Netflix. So... No, but anyways, that's mine. How about you? I don't know if I could talk that. Um, I don't know. You know, just kind of somewhat similar to you. I don't like Harry Potter when Hermione can go back in time and redo things. It's like oh, similar. That's like, a good one. Ta- here, now that you mentioned time, that's what, you know, that's what I'm thinking about. No, that's a good one. Go back and, and, and tweak that that event or something. Yeah, and, or like yes. you know, be able to do everything. You're right. Be able to be in like ten places at once because you rewind time and like. I always wanted that. I always wanted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for no, being with you. us here thank on New Effect. Um, <laughs> what you're doing is certainly inspiring, and I know the amount of work it goes in to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So yes. we look forward to visiting that stage and celebrating <laughs> with you because I have no doubt that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for tuning in to U Effect. I'm your host, Kelly Lavelle. For daily inspiration and insights, you can follow me at Kelly A. Lavelle on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. And until our next episode, remember, change starts with you.